0: Hello and welcome to episode 1091 of the Sleeper and the Bust. It is Tuesday, August 23rd. I'm your host, Paul Sporn, joined this morning by Justin Mason. Justin, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm quite well. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing all right. Up a little late last night, so still kind of waking up. But you and I had a lively discussion about standings and how we get, yes. get uh, game points in uh, certain leagues that we got, so we can try to take down some championships, win some money, standings. Um, Are your only focus right now
0: no more best player available if the player is not pulling his weight toward the cause do not pick him up i don't care if he's a good player if you if you're 20 homers again ahead of your next spot don't pick up the home run hitter look for the steals guy or the you know whatever your standings are telling you but this is the time we are standings heavy we yeah we were talking about how you're in a big battle in tout we are in a huge battle in our main even though where you are like you're not uh, as high as you were at 13th, the points are all still there. Yeah. You could easily catch me. Like easily. I'm t- I'm 19 points clear. You're going to, you. I'm going th- to, you're to catch you're you. I'm going to catch you. You're not you're gonna finish third to my second, and that's totally chill. Oh I'm fine um, Scott's that. gonna win. I don't want to have a yes. loser mentality. It's just gonna <laughs> yes. be really, really hard <laughs> yes. to catch Scott. He but, got his perfect player, Dustin yeah. May. It couldn't be more perfect. He has 32 pitching points, 72 hitting. The only guy that could have helped us Uh, was the last place team and he's been playing, he's keeping things and he could have gone big for May and it would have been perfectly with, there's another topic we were talking about offline. That's perfectly within Mm -hmm. his right. Um, You know, if you're griping about last place teams, bettering themselves and like bidding on guys, you're a loser. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. people can play however they want, play out the season. As long as they're not doing anything that's cheating, it's totally game. But anyway, um, yeah, that was just the perfect pickup for, for Scott. And it's going to be really, really tough to catch him in that league, but you'd better believe that I'm going to use every bit of this last month plus to do so. And maybe some of these guys that we talk about today will be instrumental in that. We're going to do a little bit of news and notes going around some of the uh, amazing pitching performances yesterday. Yesterday, if you bet an over in any game, you're broke. You're absolutely broke, unless it was the very first game, the, uh, the one yeah. where I had both pitchers. Kopech and Daniel Lynch. <laughs> so I had a great start to my day because it was a random Monday afternoon game, too. We don't get a lot of those. And I was like, okay, my uh, my fantasy night in the main is already wrecked. Cole Reagans and Jeffrey Springs did their best to soften that blow, but it wasn't much. So let's get into some news. Then we're going to talk about some notable power outages from this year. And, Justin, I want to get your thoughts on what you're looking at with them 2023-wise. Obviously, there's a month that could change. In fact, the very first guy on that list is on fire. He could totally flip his season, but some of these other ones are going to have a hard time, and their outlook is going to be different next year. So I'm curious where you stand. But first, let's hit these news and notes. Uh, Byron Buxton having an MRI on his hip. I'll avoid all the tired jokes about how he always gets hurt. Like we know, and that's just kind of part of the deal here. Um, he also has a nagging right knee ailment that he, he's obviously not going to turn on any steals the rest of the way. He already doesn't have very many, but uh, Buxton just isn't going to run that much. How do you feel about where Buxton is right now? Uh, you know, 28 homers, six steals two twenty four average. He's making up for it with the other stuff there, but They're in a, they're in a major race too. So they want to play him as much as they can. Are you worried about Buxton's production down the stretch, given that he is on now two nagging injuries?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, you've, you've got to be, uh, I mean, you know, the, the, I know the twins are in the middle of a playoff race. They also have this guy signed to a long-term contract. Now Mm -hmm. they're going to be conservative with him rest of the way. Like it just, I don't see any other way around it. Um, and, like, I know you don't want to jump up and down on the injury thing. And I'm, I'll try to avoid it for a little part. Well, but I'm, he, I'm just saying, like, we know. No, I, yeah.
0: all I mean by that is, for like, sure. it's been done to death. Like, he but is an injury-prone guy.
1: Even with, like, even if you throw out the injuries, like, I know he's got, like, 26 home runs or something like that. Yeah, 28. Uh, but you're going to hit on the average, right? He's been bad like he has not been good it's 224 dude it is tough i agree and like like people are gonna be like sorry yeah people are gonna be like oh buxton has like a really low babbit yeah his xba is like 240 like so yes he's been a little bit unlucky but he's still just been bad like he like he's not joey he's not like joey gallo in new york bad but he's not that far off so
0: um, uh, we would have to analyze this because i don't know so i'm 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 kind of doing an um like an uh, uh, idea here do we think that this tracks like with his health because april he comes out buxton puts up a 10.69 ops and six homers off to the races goes down to a 6.10 in may with a 164 babbit but also five homers spikes back up to a 10.68 with nine homers in june and then since then, he's been about a 750 OPS in July and August with uh, eight total homers six in July, two in August. So if we track the injuries, do you think this ebbs and
1: flows with his health? Not really, because May, you know, um, that down month was, uh, or that first down month was the only month where he struck out like under 29% of the time. Okay. Like, I I mean... Well, then that one probably is the bad luck thing then, because the 164 bad is pretty... Yeah, so... But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, this is a dude who strikes out close to 30% of the time. Like, you're going to have massive ups and downs. And I think one of the things, like, the the truthers that were drafting him in the second and third round of drafts uh, back in March, were like, you're going to get power, you're going to get speed, he'll stay healthy one day. Aside from the health portion of it for Buxton is like he is a streaky guy when he is healthy yeah and like i don't and, and you've only gotten six steals and and i was just about to say that he, he does not run at the same rate as you he, he did because probably because of the injuries right yeah he probably knee. wants to stay on the field yeah
0: his day-to-day injuries this year knee hand hip knee knee Always the same mm-hmm. knee
1: too, right knee on, on both of those, the hip injury and then uh the right hand. So I mean following these are- Byron Buxton is like uh getting an advanced degree in anatomy. <laughs> you really learn a lot of different things about how the body
0: <laughs> operates and what's connected. So let me ask you this. Let's spin it forward. Mm-hmm. Where are you at for next year? Because let's just kind of keep him on his trajectory here. Let's say it's not an explosive September, but it's a solid one. He ends up mm-hmm. with 34 homers. Um, so that's six more the rest of the way. Well, I'll, I'll say 36. We'll, we'll give him eight more the rest of the way. Three more steals. So mid 30, he's not homers. gonna steal three more, but okay. I mean, probably not. You're right. Yeah. We'll say none. We'll say none. Say keep it at six because I really don't think the difference between six and nine would Which matter is crazy because
1: anyway. he, he stole a base be- the day he got hurt. That's right. Uh, yeah.
0: So I have no idea. Yeah. Well, let's go with zero. Uh, he gets the batting average up to like 235. He has a little bit of an average spike. What would you be doing? Where are you taking Buxton next
1: year? Are you not getting him because people are going to take him too high? Yeah. There'll be an opportunity. Because this will be the, the modesty question, right. That we have every, every year is there will still be people who are like, he's a third round pick. Oh, you're getting him in the fourth round. He's a steal. Like he's like, I, he's not a steal. Like, I hear you. They're going to say it. You're
0: right, though. I'm not dis- yeah. I'm not disputing what you're saying. I'm disputing the idea that that would not be a steal if, like Mondesi. That's a great comp for Buxton here.
1: If you took his name off of it, you know, you'd, pro- you'd be like, okay, a guy who can hit you 30, maybe 35 home runs, he's going to hit 250 maybe, mm-hmm. um, and he is going to steal, you know, five-plus bases. That's a seventh-eighth rounder. Yeah. Right. Will Will he go that late? Though no, and that, and that doesn't even include the injury history, right? Exactly. Bucks so, like, yeah, now you throw out the injury history. Yeah. And listen, I'm
0: always one to say, like, you know, more with pitchers, to be honest, but, like, you know, injuries, if the talent's in place, take a guy, he could spike the big injury or the big health season. I usually say that with somebody who's actually done it before, though. Like, hey, he could get back to that health. We've seen it once and not even fully it was still only 511 plate appearances for buxton back in 2017 so it's like he doesn't even have the the one season that you can point to and say i mean i guess that's the one it was 16 homers 29 steals but the best you got is barely over 500 plate appearances he's going to be 29 next year for buxton i love the player i root for him but i don't know about fantasy next year i don't think i'm drafting For,
1: for a potential production standpoint so this is not a like type of player cop necessarily but end of season line potential um like how much different is he than like austin meadows who's going to be virtually free next year i just got him in the 50th round or 51st round of my three sport draft yeah he'll be remarkably cheap and i know he missed pretty much the entire season this year and he's you know and so that that's definitely gonna weigh down his price but like When you like do the line, you're gonna probably project 400 plate appearances for both guys. Mm -hmm. They're both, you know, you know, could potentially hit, you know, high 20s to low 30s home runs. They're gonna steal maybe a handful of bases, and you have to worry about how much time they're gonna. It's like, like, give, you know, everybody's gonna be drafting Buxton, but you know, I'll, I'll take, I'll take Meadows in the 26th round instead. So the game changer here, of course, is Buxton Steals. And what can we realistically project for that?
0: There is a world, and I can envision where he he does randomly stay healthy and goes, you know, 40-20 and, and wins leagues. But the likelihood of that outcome seems like the five percent outcome right now for yeah. Buxton. And we've seen this many a times before as guys age become more power guys they stop running as much you throw in a guy who's been hurt as much as Buxton too and it makes even more sense to stop running so i don't know we'll we'll assess where the guy where he's going in drafts but as it stands right now based on what i know of buxton's reputation in the fantasy market i'd be really surprised if i got him anywhere and i've been a believer
1: and but let's be honest like if you take you could take a shot on buxton you know you see him there in the fourth round or fifth round you go I think this is the year he's going to stay healthy. He's going to get back to running, you know, maybe close to the clip that he did in that one, you know, that one season, what was it, 2017, where he stole almost 30 bases. You know, I believe, right? It really should mean that that is your one big gamble, right? Yeah. Yeah. The problem is people who draft a guy like that, that is never their one big gamble. That's true because they're open to taking those types of players. So they end right? up like with three. And if I should say I shouldn't say they, I should say we. Yeah, we well like yeah, sure. I've, I've done we it. i took modesty in the fourth round of the triple play uh league. You know, but you know, it those things compile on each other, especially this year's been so bad with injuries. Last year was so bad with injuries, then you know, 2020 was COVID, like mm-hmm. like there's like you just can't take that risk that early and expect not to run into a pile of other injuries. Take the risk exactly. late. Take the risk where you go, okay, I'm gonna take the risk in the 20th round or you know after that, because I know if the injury comes, I have no problem dropping it. I don't need yep. to hold this guy in my roster, you know, if I especially even leagues with IL like you're gonna have you're gonna have that IL filled up. Like don't you know, I don't care how uh, unless you have unlimited IL which yeah, most leagues don't like you're just going to have because you will deplete the, the waiver pool. So, yeah. Badly. Um, so, like, just don't just don't do it. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Um, and with, with Buxton, it's, it's
0: just it's becoming an increasingly difficult situation with Mondesi, too. And it's like I was out on the Mondesi train for the most part this year. Uh, Buxton really, really pushed up. So it was difficult to the, go
1: for him. Mondesi's going to be the buy next year.
0: Because where do you think he... he's going
1: to go? You you think he's gonna finally go... be cheap. No, you know what? Someone's gonna drive it up, is Aren't they? I mean, like, yeah, he should be outside the top one hundred and fifty. I was gonna say he's gonna be a top ten round guy. You think? Um, but there will if he's running. I mean, I think it really depends on if the Royals, you know, non-tender him or not, right? If you Ooh. know, because he is, you know, the kind of guy that, like, in fantasy, yeah, he he provides a lot of goodness, but if you're not on the field, you know, the Royals are a rebuilding franchise. Do they want to commit money to a guy they don't know can stay on the field? They were all, even prior to the injury, they were already starting to say, you know, he, you know, Mondesi can't play every day. He's got to, you know, play every, you know, now and again is, you know, and so maybe they just go, listen, it's not worth the trouble. Um, you know, they now have Michael Massey coming up, you know, they've got other guys in the minors that are going to be coming up. Um, I, I, there's a chance he's non-tendered, and then what does he look like? What does modesty look like on a team that doesn't typically lead the majors in storm bases? That would be really, really interesting then if they decided. And to is he a full-time player? Pivot
0: away from. I mean, we saw KC this year saying that they weren't even going to try to push him full. Yeah, because they realized the issues with modesty. But he, I mean, he he could
1: turn well. into a Tyler Wade.
0: Oh my God, that's so gross. How dare you? He'll be 27 next year. He played 15 games this year. Did Mondesi. It it is like a worse Buxton situation, to be honest. Uh yeah. He hasn't played as much. He hasn't sh- shown, excuse me, as much. But he's shown the higher ceiling. In the, like in the in the shorter sample, like that. Yeah. Year, like that September was. Mm-hmm. literally game-changing like he won weeks yeah. that year so yeah i hear that i hear that uh all right great talk there that was uh our first topic but the these other <laughs> ones are pretty quick we're just talking about but i i think it's a worthy discussion
1: for, for, for ever, everyone who's missed the marathon episodes where we went four Here hours we go. yeah exactly
0: uh byron bucks or, excuse me byron bucks bryce harper starting his rehab today nothing really there just except informative for people um he got the thumb injury
1: we expect him to be awesome when he comes back yeah I mean, I I would hope so. Um, He's having a I'll brilliant be inter- inter- season, I'll be interested to see whether or not he can play the field. He hasn't played the field, and this is something I didn't realize uh, until I recorded with uh with Dave on the Frenchman's Benefits ep- uh, podcast last night. He hasn't played the field since like early April.
0: Yeah, because he spent a lot of time before going on the IL as because mm-hmm. he was nursing something else, right?
1: Yeah, I think it was a leg, some leg issues. So
0: um, for
1: specifics, but yeah, that that is I, interesting. Well, especially because I mean their defense is so bad, unbelievably you know? bad. It's unreal bad. Um, and Schwarber just came back. He was DHing. Now they're going to move Schwarber back into the field. Um, I mean they'll do whatever it takes to protect him, right? Because he's, mm-hmm. you know, he is their long, harbor. yeah, long term guy. So, um, but it just it makes that defense so bad with Nick Castellanos and Schwarber in the outfield uh brandon marsh is in the il he was a guy that you know played a really good defensive center huge um, huge fit for them yeah for what
0: they need the most So right lo-
1: lo- losing him is uh it, you know they they picked up bradley zimmer off waivers um just to cover some defense for them so
0: not, uh, that's not
1: just poor man's brandon marsh that's like
0: dead that, man's brandon marsh. yeah
1: that that yeah that that's old school. That's two of your much. faves right yeah. there, though. They're really bringing
0: you over to be a Phillies fan. They're really I'm, catering I'm to you. I'm close. I'm close. Like, I are mean, you, I, sure? I, yeah. Do you like Harper? Are you a Harper guy?
1: You know, I am like, a Harper
0: on. guy. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I mean, like, we right. got a superstar you like. I mean, you love Kyle Gibson. I ben love Vincent, Zach Brandon Wheeler. Marsh, Wheeler. Keep, They're keep really trying to get you over there.
1: People are all like, you know, why are they building this team the way that it is? We're going to get Justin Mason and his T-shirts. Going to get a
0: celebrity fan, Mm -hmm. exactly. And Uh, I love the city of Philadelphia. I I, I do too, actually. I I absolutely do. I'm not a fan of of cold weather, as people know, but I was strongly considering moving there. My best friend lived Mm -hmm. there. I visited a bunch, and I was just kind of floating around a bit after college, and I was close to moving to Philly. But uh, it's a good place. Breaking news. I don't usually get to... Goofy about uh, Twitter and like Twitter follows, but Ricky Romero just followed me and he was one of my favorite pitchers. I absolutely do you remember Ricky Romero? Oh my
1: god, I got him for a dollar in my original home league. Um, it was uh, um, an ale only keeper. Uh, I thought he was going to turn into a star. It looked like he might, and then he just disappeared. Like, I don't even health. remember. Yeah, completely, like, health. Completely, completely health. Completely, completely, yeah.
0: completely health. Blew him up. He was out of the league by uh, by age 29. Uh, he pitched seven innings at age 28. So he's basically effectively done. Then had so much upside. Loved him. One of my faves. And, uh, yeah, I just had randomly seen that he was on on Twitter, like, uh, over the weekend, I think, because uh, he had his bobblehead.
1: Ricky, Ricky, come on. Follow yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, are you what following is? him? I have no idea. Yeah, so you got. Sure, I am sure I am not following him. He had a uh, uh, bobblehead giveaway what's this his, weekend. What's
0: his handle? It's uh, Ricky Road. Uh, Ricky underscore Road twenty four. And over the weekend, they did his bobblehead. Uh, or no, he had. It was a ten year anniversary of his bobblehead giveaway. And so I saw that. That went like a little viral, and that's how I saw. it. I like, oh, Ricky Rose on Twitter. I got. am gonna so.
1: give him a follow, but this may turn into. I I had a beef with Jose Batista. Because he followed um, literally every and now, in fairness,
0: Ricky Romero doesn't just follow everybody. No, he no, still to follow everybody.
1: Yeah. And so, um, back in the old days of Friends of Fancy Benefits, we had like five of us who were uh, like the main podcast guys, and he followed every single person on the podcast except for me. <laughs> it um, felt personal, there, right? It was personal. Uh, I even DM them, like, what's going on here? That's never got a so response. Um, and so I just turned it into a whole bit. I blocked him on Twitter. I was like, nah, you're never following me. You hey, big man. That's mm-hmm. hilarious.
0: That's really, really funny. Uh, well, anyway, sorry for that derailment there. But No, no, uh, like, that's, Ricky that's really important
1: G. news for people's fantasy teams. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, That's really helping people's leagues there. Ricky Rowe doing his thing. Um, Jordan Montgomery throws a Maddox. Ooh. A Maddox has to be 99 or fewer, by the way. It's not 100 yep. or fewer. 100 wouldn't have done it, and he got 99 and on the
1: ball. One hit away from a perfect from game. A perfecto. Yeah.
0: Brilliant, brilliant outing. He's been tremendous. Everyone could see this coming. Maybe not to this degree. Obviously, you never predict somebody to have like a, you know, I don't even know what his ERA is with that, 0.35 ERA. But everyone could see this could be a great fit for him, right? That defense, that park, he's a good pitcher. But it obviously is panning out brilliantly. I still cannot be convinced that the Yankees weren't trying to get Rodon or Pablo Lopez or whomever, whoever it was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it just feels like they traded him to open up a spot to get somebody else. Otherwise, the deal makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. It makes no, no sense that they would think that their pitching was deep enough that they could do that without having a reinforcement there. But Jordan Montgomery has been amazing. In St. Louis, obviously he'll still be under team control next year. Is this flourish here? And especially if it continues and he has a strong September, is, he, is that pushing him up, up your board? Like, well, like what oh, do you view him
1: right now? Um, I think he's going to be, um, and I don't want to say this in terms of like, he's going to fall apart next year. Cause I don't think he's going to fall apart next year, but I think he's going to be like the Trevor Rogers in terms of draft helium. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're not saying yeah. the the result after the good season yeah. he's going to get pushed up into like the top yeah 30, top 25. I, I, yeah, party. I think he's probably a top four round pick next yeah. year. Yeah, I've um, got him for as 47
0: team. right now in my most recent, and obviously yeah, yeah, i move moving that up yeah. already.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a, probably a top 30 pitcher next year. Um, and uh, you could not have asked for a better fit for you know. I know he really wanted to stay in New York. Um, of course. I mean that team you know, raised him. Right, like when well, the team raises you,
0: that's always. And ended, be
1: tough. his, I think, either fiance or or they, he just got married. Um, she is a medical student, and she oh, so she just, she just got a residency, like a two year residency, uh, and it had accepted it for for like Mount Sinai in New York City. Like, is she is she sticking with it? Or are they gonna go? She, yeah, I think she is. Um, it's a great so, opportunity for her, and yeah, do they have um, do they have children? Do you know? I don't believe so. I think there's still. Uh, that would a little make it easier than... Yeah. But still, like, that's, you know, like he didn't want to leave New York. He, you know, if you read no. some of like his Instagram posts and things like that, like afterwards, like he was really disappointed. That being said, like he could not have ended up in a better spot. You have mm-hmm. the best infield defense in all of baseball. And universe. I don't think it's yep. particularly close. Um, you have a fantastic perk to pitch in and a fantastic division to pitch in. Uh, with like, you know, multiple bottom feeder teams and mm-hmm. um, even e- all four teams, like you're not scared of those offenses. Um, no, because yeah, even even the Brewers and they've struggled right now, but their like, offense is just especially against mm-hmm. lefties. So then you got Cubs,
0: Pirates, Reds, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. of trouble in the Red Stadium. But again, they don't have the offense to really mm-hmm. punish. So everything sets up so well here for Jormont. I really, really like Jordan Montgomery. I think he's going to continue to do very well here and, like you said, pop up next year and be a very high pick. Do you have anything else on him before we move on? Nope. All right, let's uh, talk about his competitor there last night, Drew Smiley. Hey, he pitched his ass off, but when your other guy gives up literally one hit, you don't have much wiggle room. So an Albert Pujols homer, I'm loving this, by the way. Well, Pujols is insane. I hope he gets there, man. The schedule's been so favorable. It tightens up a little bit. goes back to a lot of righties, but I still think there's a great shot for him to do this. But anyway, um, that homer was the difference, but Smiley pitched seven strong, four hits, two walks, uh, the the one run, and six punchies. For me, it, I, I think for everybody, right? It's just if he's healthy. But other than that, he's healthy right now. Should Drew Smiley be on more rosters? Because I feel like he's on too many waiver wires for somebody who is finally healthy. And since the break, he has one dud. It was at the Giants. But uh, even including that, he's 34 innings with a 238 ERA and 32 strikeouts. Should Drew Smiley be on more rosters in, uh, say, 12s and and maybe even some 10s as a spot starter?
1: Yeah, as a spot starter, as a, as a guy who kind of team streamer, he's starting, I mean, like we just said, um, that division is really really bad. Like it's you know, and you can you can take advantage of like of the bottom feeder teams, um, and like he's not a guy who's going to like win your league, but uh, he's going deep into games. He is being very efficient. Uh, he's only given up three home runs in the second half, uh, which is a huge drop off from the nine in the first half. Uh, you, like I said, he's healthy right now. Uh, funny enough, so I'm in a dynasty league that I've been perpetually rebuilding for, you know, for years now, um, and we have a really high innings limit that I hate. And if my commissioner's listening, which I'm sure he is, <laughs> please drop this insane innings limit down. Um well, you have so, to adjust with with where baseball is at, right? Or else you're just oh, going to have to get all these crummy innings 1, off the line. 1600 innings. Oh, that's way too high. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's... for for a 16 team league, Jesus, like um uh, and oh, and 6900 at bats. Wait, 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 wait.
0: That's impossible. That's 178 innings per slot.
1: It's How do unreal, you guys achieve that. that? We don't. And you lose draft slots like for for if you don't make the innings limit, like it doesn't Does affect anybody. Make it the ch- the winners the, of the, the league. Champion. Yeah. yeah, like it's. Who it's got unknown. four aces um, or something? Yeah, th- I'm sorry, that's terrible. You have to change. So, that. Like I've literally been streaming like like the worst po- You know, I'm rebuilding because I don't want to, so I don't want to like have good stats. But I've literally been streaming like the worst possible two starts. And a while ago, I I streamed Smiley. And uh, and then just stuck with him, but he's been actively like helping my team, which is act- actively hurting me. Uh, <laughs> so stop I, being good. I think I might have even dropped him. Like it's like, please just stop being good. Uh, <laughs> like it just Drew, I can't I, do. Drew, it. I need the I need, I need the five innings, four runs, Drew. I, had, where's, I where's that at, at one point I had the entire Rockies rotation. <laughs> Now that's just
0: gross. That's just yeah. that's just vomit right there. But yeah, Smiley needs to be picked up. Check your wire, Team Streamer. I think you can even go as shallow as tens against some uh, yeah. uh, some particular matchups. Edward Cabrera is not nearly as available for obvious reasons. My dude is on fire. Are you familiar with his uh, scoreless streak right now? Uh, I am. It's up to twenty-eight innings or thirty-something innings. I'm going to get the number right now. I should have had it on hand, but I was looking at it this morning. He has. 22 and two thirds scoreless here in August since returning with eight hits allowed 10 walks. Cause he's, you know, he loves his walks, but if you don't give up any hits, I don't care about 10 walks and 28 strikeouts for Edward Cabrera during this run. Justin, why is he 59% at Yahoo and 41% at ESPN? I Who mean, knows? it's an all formats play right now. You, that's, that can't be explained just by dead leagues. That's, uh, bad. That's a dereliction of duty by many leagues, in my opinion. Uh yeah. What are your thoughts on, on Cabrera? He, he's pitching well. He's another one of these big-time Miami prospects. He's surpassed Sixto in terms of interest because Sixto's health has been such a problem. Cabrera's had his own issues, but are you excited by this run and is see somebody that you're going to be looking at next year as a uh, real breakthrough candidate? Uh, because it's still only 38 innings. You're probably only going to get another 30 or so. So it's going to be 60, 70 innings. Is that something that you're going to use as a case for a jump off for Edward Cabrera in 2023,
1: I think he's going to be like one of the most popular helium guys. And the walk rate, every still, sleeper list, yeah, the walk rate still scares the crap out of me. Um uh You know, I love. I mean, he had a 60% whiff rate on his change up, and that's what he threw I saw the that most of. this morning. That was like nasty, dude. He threw it. He threw it more than any other pitch, and had a 60% whiff rate. Like, he was teasing the A's, dude. Oh, uh, just I mean. Now, but he still struggles with his own. The problem is when you can't hit anything, like you're going to start to reach because you just want to get a hit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I mean, the a- A's especially just had nobody. they Yeah, they're just awful. So. I told you they were going to be this year, and you were like, no. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, okay. I, was, I, I was like, totally yeah. remember that's how it played out. Yeah, that's exactly so, how it played
0: don't, don't check the tape. That's how it played out.
1: I think he is. Oh, I think he is. Um. One, you know, being a little bit more aggressive in the zone away from potentially being an ace. Okay. I do, I do worry he's going to be on a bad team. It's a great park, but a bad team in a tough division uh, and that high of a walk rate. Like, I feel like over the course of time, he's going to get – he's going to have these huge – you know, we saw it with Houston start right before this stretch. Yes. Where, like, he just got obliterated. Um, and, like, those, those will be more often. Like, those will happen more often. Un- until he quells a little bit of those walk rates. Um because let me ask you this then.
0: With Edward Cabrera and that walk issue, as they get into a lot of divisional play down the stretch, which I'm sure they will, as the the league always sets up to do, would you consider benching him against some of those high end teams, the Braves I don't
1: think, I don't know how you bench the... him right now. Like yeah. I mean unless you unless you're win seeking. Like if you are like I don't really care about strikeouts. I don't really care about my airway whip. Like, I just need wins. They're not gonna win a lot of games. Like true. And he But did even go, then, it's still hard to sit him. Yeah, he did go deep into the game last night, but the previous start he was dealing as well, and he only went four innings. Like yep. he the he's coming off an injury, they're gonna monitor him. Um, like I, I can put, if you're win-seeking he's a guy that isn't going to be as productive as you would like him to be, even though he is straight up fire right now. Yeah, because the Marlins can't
0: support Cabrera as much. Mm -hmm. And the tough part about him is those unforced errors. You talk about how well he was pitching at San Diego, but he had 91 pitches through four. Yeah, And so he was getting... You know He's getting lucky to probably get in a lot of deep count at-bats and then get out of them without walks uh, or hits because he only gave up two walks, three hits in the four innings. But again, 91 pitches really pushes it up. So Cabrera's got a lot to like. Uh, I understand the reasons that people will be excited. If they can improve their offense in the offseason, there'll be a lot more excitement around the win potential for those Marlins pitchers. But as it stands right now, you have to have some negativity for it.
1: He's going to be a top five-round pick, I feel like. I mean, I just... I mean it's going to depend how September goes. And...
0: Here's the thing, his next two, Dodgers and Braves. Two big challenges. Yeah. So so see what he can do. He gets the Dodgers at home this week and then goes to the Braves for Edward Cabrera. Um, you had to start him this week because it was at Oakland versus the Dodgers. For me, yeah. I, I would have easily done it just because I got it. And really, even Oakland. if
1: he gets blown up, you still did pretty well because you got that eight scoreless. Exactly. Know? It would take a pretty bad start for the Dodgers to ruin an
0: eight scoreless. So I don't want to test anybody. If anybody do can,
1: the Dodgers yes. definitely exactly.
0: can. Exactly, uh, exactly. Domingo Herman out duels Max Scherzer last night. It's not like Max was necessarily bad, but he certainly wasn't his best. And I would have had those lines reverse there i would have thought that uh uh, herman was the one that would go six innings give up four if not worse and then max would be the guy to go and give up two runs one earned in six in the third like domingo herman did neither guy struck out many they both struck out three so that was uncharacteristic of both guys but domingo herman Opened with a dud. He got like the worst landing you can get going to Houston coming off the IL. Uh, Can't really hold that against him. He actually opened at Houston at the Mets. Welcome back to the bigs, Domingo. Uh, But he was fine in the Mets outing. And his his six outings since that Houston start, 31 and two-thirds, with a 284 ERA, only 24 strikeouts, which is a little light for Domingo Herman there, but also a 117 WHIP and obviously a high win probability on the Yankees. What do you think of Domingo Herman down the stretch? And is he somebody that you'd be picking up in shallower leagues where he does still have a decent bit of availability? Um, or a lot of yeah. availability. I'm sorry, 21% Yahoo, 6% ESPN. Holy smokes!
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you have to pick him up. Like, I mean, did he? Did he leave the start early? I thought someone had said something about last him night? leaving. Yeah, but let me, now let me, I'm not not seeing anything on Twitter. So I don't. Um, know. Uh, so may, maybe that was just someone. Maybe maybe I misread something. But um, yeah, I mean he's been fantastic since coming off the aisle, and the Yankees need him. Big like, time. The Yankees like he bailed the Yankees out last night. They their bullpen is. Been awful and now injured with Clay Holmes and Scott Efros on the IL. Mm-hmm. Like they really need him. Needed him to get some length against the Mets. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Uh, he's been very. Uh, he's been very very good. Like uh, getting great movement on his pitches since coming back. I think they're gonna ride him pretty hard, uh, even though he's coming off of an injury and stuff. But because uh, they have to. Like I, maybe they were just. Maybe the Montgomery trade was just a huge vote of confidence
0: in Domingo Herman. I, I, I still who with think Severino it's a on the that. IL. Oh, like, I know, you know, I know. Again. I I can't justify I, it at all. I can't. There is they, no justification. Like, I, I thought it was a terrible move it, getting another pitcher.
1: Like it almost feels like Brian Cashman is addicted to injured outfielders because <laughs> like they traded for a, a like a currently injured. Harrison yeah. Bader, like you know, Harrison Bader is a good player. In I self. like Harrison like, Bader,
0: but he's hurt, and he, he we don't know. Like, and we get excited about guys on their way back, and then things happen. Look at Wander Franco, right? He was coming yeah. back; everyone was picking him up. Now he gets shelved and gotta take a little bit longer with his rehab. So I, I hear you on that, man. It's like why? Why would they? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be labor it, but I just I don't get that trade. Yeah, I don't either. I, 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 am just not sure I can be convinced that a deal for another SP didn't fall through. Uh, all right, let's talk about some notable power outages this year and how you feel about them next year. And of course there's a month left that could change things. So we leave that caveat out there in case there's a sweeping change. And then we say, Oh, Hey, they got the power back. Now we're interested. If, if you make a comment where you're like, Hey, I'm not interested in them next year. We know things can change, but these guys have struggled. People have felt it on their teams. First guy I'm going to talk about, though, is, is trying to turn the tide on it, and that's Nick Castellanos. He is minus 136 points in ISO. That is number one among qualified hitters this year, um, and it is four points clear of Joey Votto, who's number two, and 20 points clear of third place there. There, So Castellanos and Votto are kind of at the top there on their own ahead of Nelson Cruz, who so we'll get to in a moment. So what I mean by Castellanos trying to turn the tide Better late than never, as they say. It is a, a clear power outage, though, too, because it's not like his batting average sucks. 267 is quite good. I know he hit 309 last year, and it, that's it's down from there. But 267 in today's game, totally fine. Castellanos has also thrown in seven steals to try to make things a little bit better. But he has 12 homers on the season, Justin. However, four of them in August after a zero in July. 320, 533 in August. Of the guys that could hit like 10 the rest of the way, there's a handful that you could really see it. I think Castellanos is one of them. It wouldn't fully erase what he's done here because it would still only be 22 homers, but it would leave a, a sweet taste in people's mouths going into the offseason. Are you worried about this power outage from Castellanos? And if it doesn't change, if he just stays solid, but the power doesn't come all the way back, is he somebody you would take a discount on next year with Nick Castellanos? He'd be by the way.
1: I mean, I'll probably take a discount because I've always been a Cassianos guy, Um, but there are things that are super, super concerning uh, in the profile. Uh, I mean, he's been a guy who's, you know, usually been like a 10 plus percent barrel rate. Uh, He is not even been close to that this year. And even in this hot stretch in August, it's still only at 6.9 percent. That's not that nice. It is not that nice. So like. Uh, the what we do like is that he has moved away from what was like a, a higher ground ball to fly ball till um, this month. And he's starting to get the ball in the air, but he's also not pulling the ball. He's only pulling the ball 29% of the time this month. So it, he's kind of spraying it a little bit. Uh, you know, he's hot right now. I think you ride with him right now. I think next year the discount better be huge. Um, and that's the thing know, I doubt it will. Yeah, I don't, let's I don't give, know Let's give him won't. five more
0: homers the rest of the way. I'll we'll say 17 mm-hmm. homers for Castellanos in a full season. Let's even give him a little batting average love. Let's say he gets it up to He's hitting like 315 <laughs> right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, let, let's go 275. So 275, 17, and then somewhere in probably the 70s for the runs in ribbies. He's at 58 ribbies and 52 runs right now. I don't know if he'll score 18 the rest of the way, but let's just say 70 runs, 75 ribbies. So the output is light. Seventeen seventy-five seventy, but with a two seventy-five. Where do you think that goes in drafts next year for Casti? Because that's what—that's a full season too. He's he's played every
1: game but one. So do you, you, can't you see, say? Do you see him like dropping out of the top two hundred? No, no. Then, he has too many believers. Like he has how way too many believers? I love him, but like, I think will be at one fifty. Like how different is he than David Peralta right now? Right now, not much for Nick Castellanos.
0: It ends up becoming how much do you believe that this is, you know, first year of a new deal. And the 5-100 that he signed was in an adjustment season that he comes back next year. I think for me, so let's let's get Castellanos' ADP this year in the main event. Castellanos was uh, the 17th outfielder at pick 62 on average. Let's drop him 100 picks just to – just for easy math here, he would drop down to the 42nd outfielder, and that's where Jesse Winker went this year. Uh, pick 163 uh, or 162. It was, that was the closest outfielder I could find 100 picks later. So that's uh, Kelnick, Winker, Ozuna, Eddie Rosario in that
1: range. Do you think he could drop <laughs> all, that? All, all disappointing guy. All busts. Uh,
0: yeah. um, <laughs> or, or do you think he resides a little bit higher
1: I think he's gonna reside a little bit higher. I think uh, so too. I think
0: more like Bellinger Yelich area.
1: And I just don't he, he offers zero speed. Well, wait, well he, he stole seven this bases year. this year. He says uh, he's all like, Well, if I can't hit a bomb, I'm gonna steal bases. Doing, it is um, like
0: it's not to the same extent of Glaber, but it feels like that same thing. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna throw in some contributions on the bases randomly, and That's it is crazy. softening the blow here with Castellanos. But um, yeah, if he goes in the Yelich Bellinger range, now that was a range. Bellinger went, uh, excuse me, Yelich went hundred outfielder twenty-five. Bellinger was down at thirty-three, uh, the thirty-third outfielder at pick one thirty-three. So about a two-round range between Yelich and Bellinger. But I think he lives somewhere in that range for Castellanos. I'll tell you this: I would still pay it, though. Mm-hmm. I think this is, I think this is a down year. I don't think this is indicative of who he is now. He went from one great park to another. Remember when he was a tiger, he always kind of fell short of expectations because of that park. Ever since leaving, he went to that cub half season, killed it dominated in Cincy. And I think he'll be fine. And he didn't even dominate in 2020. in Cincy. it was 2021 that he really crushed it. I think he adjusts this year and gets back next year. I'll buy, I'll buy Castellanos big time. I'm not even sure we get that much of a discount though. What if he just drops down to like, 90-95, Would you draft him there for Cassianos?
1: I would have a really hard. T- I'm gonna have a really hard time drafting him in the top ten rounds. Honestly, I, I love Cassianos. I'm ca- not that I, much. I, I, you know, I him was, that much. Then I, I was one of his biggest advocates. This is I believe you, struggling. but um, but you are you're
0: you're you're breaking up with him then. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's a good discount, man. I I think if you get if you get a fifty pick discount. 50 to 60,
1: d- double his. ADP I think it depends on your inch. team context, right? Like, cause we're not projecting, like we wouldn't project him to get seven stolen bases again. You're two pretty much, yeah, you're projecting two. like yeah. two. I don't care if he gets and, five
0: more this year and randomly. And like strolled. what,
1: a 280, 285 batting average, something like that. That'd be huge. Um If he is only going to be a low twenties homer guy, like he's Charlie Blackman. That's the thing. Like, I don't he's, think he's going to be though. I think this is an adjustment here. This 131 ISO is
0: so far. This isn't even Tigers numbers, dude. This is rookie. But even in hot
1: streak, it's just a
0: 150. It's a washout out year. I'm not worried. Okay, yeah, you're right. But it's also a 9% homer to fly ball rate. How much is simple bad luck? Do we have any overlays on some fly balls that like has anybody done a deep dive on like he has nine fly balls that could have gone out or I wonder like how that. much the and ball adds. That's what I'm saying. I think it's squish yeah. ball, and I think they are going to make an, an adjustment. They won't tell us anything about it, but I think there's no way they bring back the squish ball next year. This has been a nightmare. The summer has not fixed it, by the way, folks. Joe has been on this 100%. If you read his newsletter, then you're fully abreast of this situation. But if not, A, go subscribe. It's very much worth it. But B, um, it hasn't gotten better in the summer. It got better a little bit compared to April because it couldn't get any worse, but it's still a dreadful offensive environment. And I wonder if Cassie's just getting snake bitten. The 9% home to fly ball is very low. Yeah. And well, off of his uh, even Detroit norms. Again, he was double digits all throughout Detroit, then spiked up into the 20s with Cincy. I, I, honestly, the more we get into it, the more I'm definitely buying Castellanos at really any mm. discount. I'd buy him as high as pick 85 right now, I think.
1: Wow. I'm not going to be there with you, so you're overreacting I mean, to one year. I will say, I'm I'm okay with that.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, I mentioned Votto and Cruz. We can kind of pair them together because are either of them going to be playing next year?
1: I mean, Cruz is still on. Both Cruz and Votto are still under contract, but are they going to be playing? Do you think? I think Votto. Yes, uh, I think yeah, Votto Cruz for will sure will like like. Uh, How bad Cruz, is this injury though? With 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 Votto, I don't know. He's got like twenty it's million. No, I, I
0: know, I know, but like, he also, they literally,
1: they may may let him play first base on a gurney, like in (laughs) Cincinnati, like, like you cannot like, not just play him if he wants to play. So like, um, and he just seems like a guy who loves the game. Like I, he he
0: does seem like that, but he also seems like a guy who would give up that money if his, if he's just not in, if his heart's not in it uh well i think it's heart's in
1: it i think it's his body that's not it in it depends
0: um. on the rehab after the tear yeah because he's mm-hmm. had surgery now for a left rotator cuff tear this is for Vado, we're talking about um he's supposed to return sometime in spring oh in time for spring training excuse me i thought i said sometime yeah so he'll be back for spring next year he's making 25 mil and actually has a team option for 24 but they would not pick that up unless he spiked another big year like he did
1: in twenty mm-hmm. or in twenty one, excuse me. I um, think even 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 if he does spike another big year, they're still not picking it up. It's the Reds. Yeah, th- that's true. That's true. He would
0: have to hit like fifty homers, and even yeah. then, they would probably be like, "Well, I don't know about fifty homers." Can we renegotiate
1: this a little bit. Yeah, they're going to
0: pay in the seven mil buyout. So, with that in mind, we believe that he will return. He being Joey Votto. Are you going to buy back the? The price will be nothing.
1: He'll be thirty nine years old. Sure. Like I mean, in deep leagues, why not? Like, right? I mean, you know, he's he's gonna play every day he's healthy. Um, he'll be, like you said, just about free. Uh, he's a season removed away from a big year. You can chalk a lot of this up to being injured. Um, I, w- I would absolutely buy back because I think he's, I think he'll be one of those guys you can get in, you know, twenty sixth, twenty seventh round of a draft, and for sure uh in a 15 team you know he won't even get drafted in 10s and 12s yep you'll pick him up off the waiver wire like i yeah i mean um and you know i like taking the gambles with those guys because like i said earlier you can drop them if they're not doing anything if absolutely not like you can just be like okay on to the next guy
0: yeah for, first cut necessarily you could be like okay no. bottom didn't make the grade for three weeks i'm cutting him and then maybe you pick him up down the line too it's like one of those things where you know when you're cutting a late round guy like that you might go back to 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 him as well so Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes there with Joey Votto um oh my god I was gonna say something else to you and I completely lost my train of thought Nelson Cruz no it was it was still something tied oh oh I, I wish we could get a visual on how many people you're making cringe every time you say that somebody's going to be free. I've, I've seen a lot of pushback on that. Uh, you know what?
1: Cliches uh, are cliches for reasons. Uh, on you on that notion, yeah,
0: <laughs> I I understand it though. I think I think the the fantasy baseball community has pushed up what is free to too high a level. What you just said about Votto, totally. He's going to be free. You're talking twentieth huh? something round pick, sure. But when I hear somebody like go who goes in the sixteenth round being described as free, I'm like, what are you talking
1: about? Yeah. Well, that, that and there is, are, that are people not... who play in you know six person leagues and that is free there. Well, um, as yeah, far I... as uh, Nelson Cruz goes, yeah. though, I do need to correct myself. He has a mutual option for next year, which will not get picked not up get picked by up, the National. No shot. Um, This may be the end for Nelson Cruz.
0: I mean, yeah. not, like okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me back up. He's cooked relative to Nelson Cruz. He's still. Almost a league average guy. He's in ninety four, yeah. which to his credit, at age forty one, is still pretty decent. So I want to put that out there with with the with the age and body taken into consideration. He's now forty two. This is his age forty one season. He's doing all right for that aspect, but he's he's a ninety WRC plus ninety four OPS plus in the power zero defense.
1: I mean, like he he yeah. cannot he play. Cannot defense defend.
0: At all. The yeah. boomstick is not there. One sixteen. OPS plus, um, he also has uh, ISO. Excuse me, one sixteen ISO. He also has a huge homer to fly ball dip, twelve percent. You got to imagine the ball playing a role there for Cruz too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he plays next year, so I'm not too worried. I- I'll assess now, drafting him if I need he- to. He is
1: hitting better in August, so. He- he's in two seventy three. He's got two home runs. Um, you know, five five walks and sixty one plate appearances. So, uh, like here we go little nelson cruz to win us some leagues at the end that would be amazing to watch him finish out strong um
0: i'm looking to see here about retirement and it doesn't seem like he has any interest so if a team will sign him next year now why would he this was early season like this was uh winter of this year so maybe another year and he says no thanks but if a team's interested Maybe we wouldn't see him. Uh, he would be a very, very, very cheap pick too, Nelson Cruz, would, because you have to fill your util in fantasy as well. So again, you could almost get him he for would, free. Would you say he would be free? Yeah, I was. Waiting. I knew you were going to do this. I what were the him. other
1: ones. What were the other ones? Um, uh, uh, oh, it, well, it was
0: Vlad's. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. So let me uh, let's see if we can pull that up while we bring up our next guy here, uh, who is going to be Jesse Winker. Now this one. It's pretty easy. It was so obvious, right? When he moved, when he moved from Cincy to Seattle, I literally took him off my board, Justin. I had zero interest. Um, unless he moves out of that park next year, I'm still on the zero interest train with
1: with Jesse Winker. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, not only are we we worried about like the park factors change, like the playing time is going to be a real issue in Seattle. So, yeah. like, it just you know, he, but he's also a guy. Could he get non-tendered? I think he could. How much is he making this year? Do you have it offhand? I don't, but I can look it up real fast. Um, I just think you know, with with what they have in terms of J Rod, I could see them going after like another big free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Haggerty's playing Han- well. you think they rebe- bring back Haniger?
0: Um, I just think they should. I mean, a lot. I've seen a lot of. Uh,
1: Hannegram might be a free agent, honestly. Yeah,
0: that's what I said. Bring, bring him back.
1: Oh yeah, uh, um, I've seen a lot of Mariners fans say they really want them to go after. I think they'll give him a qualifying offer, and I think he would take that. Um, let's see. He may. Oh, he's on a two-year contract. He's making seventeen point two five mil. Seventeen point two five. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, maybe. Can they non-tender him if they sign? I don't know that they cannot. Does he
0: still have, hang on, does he still have team control?
1: No, no, Hanager, he, Hanager's free agent,
0: straight up free agent. No, no, I'm talking about oh, Winker, excuse me. Winker, I think he's not. Yeah, he's he'll be ARB eligible, so,
1: unless they want to avoid arbitration.
0: Oh, no, 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 it He signed. They've already he got said, him for next year.
1: Yeah, 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 but I'm saying, like, could they non-tender him? Um, I don't know how that works. I when think you it sign says it avoided we... arbitration here on B which makes me believe
0: that if you already avoided arbitration on the 2023 deal, so they can't. Signed it. Under... Yeah, no, no, he's so... signed it. but he, it's under 10 mil. That's a great deal. 8.3 yeah. mil for Jesse Winker that in real life, that can't hurt you. Uh, yeah. Fantasy. That's a different story, but like that can't hurt. Them he leads the NL or the AL in walks with 69 for Jesse Winkers. That's really nice. Nice 344 OBP still, but a 365 slug, Justin. I just even if the price drops further, I can't see myself taking him. Even if you guarantee me the playing time, I still don't think I'm interested in Jesse Winker.
1: I I don't think I am either. And like, I mean, outside of like maybe player too on base percentage leagues. Like yeah, it's just the worst park for him to be in, dude. The worst. The and like right, I said, so. like they in AAA, their outfield right now is uh, Kelnick, Kyle Lewis, Taylor Trammell. You would think at least one of those, one of them's Can, got to emerge at some point, right?
0: Yeah. So J. Rod, one of them, and Winker, and then if they bring back Haniger, you know then it starts to really fill up. Do they have any other prospects uh, of note that are yeah, in the outfield? They,
1: tra- they traded a bunch of them. So Okay. They, 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 they,
0: so we'll see there. But even if you they, guarantee me the full time, or, or at least mm-hmm. you know all the time against righties and some of the time against lefties for Winker, I'm still not interested. His power drop, by the way, I didn't say it, minus 111 points in ISO. Ooh. So this next one, I didn't bring this up to like Razzie or anything. I think he's been fine this year, but we knew said Mullins with that park, even though he's a right hand, uh, a lefty, and it, it would hurt righties way more. I still would imagine he's probably lost a couple Oppo tacos. Um, he has 11 homers, 27 25 steals. I see you flipping me off like again, I'm not <laughs> I'm not even roasting at all because he's he's been fine. And I bought back on him quite a bit, um, in that second, third round range 11 homers, 25 steals, 265 average. I am perfectly fine with what Cedric Mullins has done this year. The power outage, again, expected from a a regression standpoint, that crazy wall, at least a couple homers maybe, and then also the squish ball. 86 points of ISO loss. How do you feel about your boy in his follow-up, Ced Mullins, and where do you think he'll be next year? Because obviously he won't be second, third round again. Do you think he's more like fifth to seventh? And if so, are you buying, et cetera, et cetera? What's up with Ced Mullins?
1: Um, I am trying to bring up, uh, I can, okay, so here we go. Um, he has not lost a couple home runs. Nothing. To, okay. He only hit two oppo home runs last year. He's got one oppo home run this so year. So take out
0: number two there. So the yeah. wall
1: change means nothing. So standard regression plus the mm-hmm. swish ball.
0: For, yeah, for said I, I think
1: that's exactly what it is. But I also think he returned value or is exactly pretty darn close to returning value. So, I um, he, he is maybe he's a few homers light, but no more so than any other guy, uh, this year. Every guy outside of Aaron Judge, like Aaron Judge is single handedly like pulling up the home run rate for the exactly. entire league, exactly. Um uh, but like everybody else is down a few home runs this year uh said Derrick Mullins is kind of a you know, what would what did we say? Like he'll probably hit fifteen to twenty. Well, he's probably yeah. gonna hit fifteen. Um, but he's also steals. gonna steal he's gonna steal thirty plus bases, uh hit, you know, and I, I said prior season, he's gonna hit two sixty. He's hitting two sixty five right now. Like and I'm 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 fine with what he's done. His um and he's missed some time, right? Or not much, no,
0: actually. No, no, he, he, has not, he it. hasn't. He hasn't, he hasn't. They they played uh, they played with, what is that, uh, 121 games. He's missed five games, that, That's or four games. That's just random off days. Um, but he already, he's only he, 10 ribbies short of his total last year. So even though he hit 30 homers, he only had 59 ribs. Yeah. He has 49 this year. Obviously, the team's better. So, yeah, I have zero problems with with Mullins. He's the 11th outfielder on the player radar right now. Um, uh, no issues. No issues yeah. with, what, with what I've gotten he, there from you him.
1: Got, You've gotten
0: exactly what you paid. This is a guy, this next one is definitely a guy who fits your, you know, Jonathan Scope, Jamer Candelario, squish ball can really hurt you. And that's Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Love him, great player, but he doesn't have overpowering pop. And so when something like this happens, it takes his 190 ISO down to 107 and eats him alive. He has a 5% homer to fly ball rate, Justin, off of a 15% career mark. So he's definitely being eaten by the squish ball. Um, I wonder, you know, what the analytics look like on him on, in terms of potential home run balls that just died because of the squish. He's got five homers, three steals, two ninety-nine average. The average is there, but it's a little bit empty for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Uh, with the 83 point drop in ISO. How do you feel about Gurriel? And is he somebody you'll be looking at next year if there's a discount? He's the 51st outfielder this year, by the way, uh, ahead of Mark Canha. J.D. Martinez, Jock Peterson, and just behind Austin Hayes, Alex Verdugo, and Taylor Ward. This is on the Razzball Ball Player Raider. Lourdes Gurriel, Jr., your thoughts, sir?
1: Oh, this one—it um, is definitely squish ball. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you just—you know—you go look at his hit spray chart over on um, uh, Savant and see how many—you know—balls are doubles that look like they're supposed to be over the fence. Um, squish ball and- city. I can see, I can see like five uh, or six. Um, one's actually a single instead of a double. So it got to throw me. Um, so six, at least six homers that were taken away because of the squish ball this year. Uh, I think he's the guy that um, could be very, very interesting for next year, depending on um, what the ball looks like. But I think yeah. he'll be extremely cheap. Uh, I agree. I you know, and he wasn't too
0: expensive this year, so it would stand to reason that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. would come at a fair price next year. He was the 36th outfielder pick, 139, which I thought was completely fair. I think that'll drop closer to the upper 100s, maybe even the early 200s, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean actually, I-, I
0: think he should be in the 200s because unless he has a crazy September, he's gonna have like single digit homers.
1: Yep. uh, so I the think question he will be like, underrated. You know, where does he bat? You know, in True. this lineup, I think that, I think, you know, th- how good that lineup is, obviously he, he, and he's hit everywhere. Like, you know, he's got 10 games it, it, batting first, eight games, batting third, 17 bit, games, batting uh fourth, 20 games, batting fifth, 26 games, batting sixth, 10 games, batting seven. Like he's got it up and down the entire lineup. He really All has, year, have you noticed uh,
0: how much better he's done at the lower end? That's probably just happenstance, but it is interesting yeah, and his two best spots are the seventh and eighth spots. It's 103 total plate appearances. So, it's three best spots it. six, seven, eight. Yeah, so there you go. Now, he has been batting top, uh, higher in the order lately. This is Lourdes Gurriel Jr. batting first and third all of last week. Um, maybe some of that is, is just due to circumstance, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and simply, and, and, Springer, struggles Springer,
1: too. and Springer's been hurt too. Springer
0: hurt. Yeah, Springer hurt. Mm-hmm, Bichette Bichette. Ineffectiveness; those are the two reasons there. Because Guriel, again, despite the power outage, you're still talking about a 351 OBP, and so you have no problem putting that at the top of the order. Get on base, let the other guys drive you in uh, for Lord Guriel yeah, I mean, Jr. The big stuff.
1: difference is an 11 percent drop in homer to fly ball rate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it, just, yeah I was mentioning that out front. Like that—that's that's, yeah, that's crushes. That's squish ball. You, you look at you look at the stack ass it, and yes, the barrel percentage has gone down, but that's because he's just not getting as quite as much exit velocity on maybe some of his bigger hits. Because of the squash like, ball? His max exit velocity is just uh, a mile an hour lower than it was last year. His average exit velocity is actually up a mile an hour um, from last year. Uh, his launch angle ha- it hasn't really changed, but he has a low launch angle to begin with. So when you're not able to get as much velocity, you've got that lower launch angle to begin with. You're going to have more fence. You know, the fence scrapers are going to hit the top of the wall as opposed to hitting or going over. I think yep. this is, um, I think you're talking about a guy who could potentially, you know, he's never going to be a 20, mid 20s homer guy, but like next year he could be like a 15 5 kind of guy with a good batting average. A Big batting average, tons of runs yeah. and ribbies on mm-hmm.
0: Toronto. I'm back in on Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm there, I think yeah. he'll be a really good price too. The batting he could average- potentially be free. The batting average will keep it from spout, from dipping too far, so it might still stay in the top 200. But I'll take I'll take anything. I'll, I'll take that price for sure if it's like a 170 type price. I did find the the uh, oh, Vlad okay. Settler tweet. It was it was hard, dude. He's been on a tweeting spree. I mean, he's a yeah, football, no, baseball I, I, guy, I, I so. gave
1: up because I would we,
0: not. I thought for sure I skipped up. it. I was like, I was scrolling down so far. So it's a uh, league winner. He's basically free smash spot and it's not even close those were the
1: 4 and uh the, we don't do I don't think um I'm going to do guess, too much league winner stuff I'm, I'm going to guess he's basically free was the winner that was actually the loser wow okay that was my vote mm. um
0: and it's not even close I'm very guilty of, and it's not even close. Thirty-two uh, percent won the poll there. Smash spot. Um, I know I've heard that. has got
1: to. to. Yeah, it's got to be a football. Um, but the league yeah. winner,
0: he's basically free, and it's not even close. Uh, Todd added his own. Uh, you can't win a league in the first, but you can lose it. I hate that. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. You could draft somebody in the first round, kick them off your
1: team. You can still win the league. We see, it, we see it every year that you know, like people who win, like you had Phil Dusso, like he won the main event overall and had drafted Trevor Bauer in the first round. Like, I mean, he, he got he got nothing from the dude. And yeah, you know, like, um
0: you know, and I, I it's just it's so silly. If you ever if you ever find yourself blaming your season on one player being injured, just blame yourself. You had a yeah. bad team, like it's okay. We all have them, but one player, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Did not hurt you unless you're in the finals and -and so-and-so player made an error and you didn't win because of that. Then you can say that player cost you the title. But other than that, shut the hell up. No, they didn't. Um, And it's not even close. (laughs) Javier Baez, minus 82. (laughs) That that advice was free. (laughs) That was absolutely free. Uh, Minus 82 on his iso park, squish ball, suckiness. Um, Where are you at on Javi next year, though? The Tigers are dreadful uh you know i'm gonna psych myself into thinking they can be better next year because i'm an idiot 11 homers seven steals 222 average where does baez go next year does he even get drafted? no i'm kidding yeah, I <laughs> but mean, seriously where does he go he was 68th this year where are we dropping him to
1: the hard part is like he's hitting 246 so like uh, in the second no, that's half, his obp but... oh oh uh, sorry no no in the second half he's hitting 246 um However, it's only come with two home runs, four stolen bases. Uh, Like, like even when he starts making more contact, like, here's the thing. He's this guy that could totally revert right back to the player he was prior to this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Even with the work. Yeah, because, I mean, you watch him hit, and I I know you watch him I do, every day. Yeah, a lot more than I do. His hands are still fucking fast. Mm -hmm. Like, he... He like and you watch him play defense, like his hands are still fast. This is not a pure talent standpoint. This is obviously approach. Um, and you know, maybe the Tigers organization like sits him down in the offseason and works through some things, and like I could totally see him being a 2020 guy next year. Uh I if the price is cheap enough, and with how bad he's been. The price should be It can definitely up. get down there, yeah. Uh, I, I'll be back in. Like, okay. And, and I've never really been a biased guy. I've like, bias never been is a huge
0: biased guy winner. either. I, I kind of I,
1: – listen, I,
0: I wanted the other shortstops on the Tigers. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. But when they signed him, I said, hey, this is still a premium oh, I thought it was a
1: great – I thought it was a great –
0: and I thought the price was good too. I was like, "Hey, they got a little bit of a discount relative to the top mm-hmm. market guys. You're still getting a brilliant defender, which is going to help and the yeah, pitchers, that's why, yeah. and give me a little bit of hitting." Well, it hasn't gone that way. And
1: well. he's been healthy, like outside, exactly. You know, like Seeger and Correa have not been healthy. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I would much rather have the guy who profiles as, at worst, a really, really good defender that's going to play every day than a guy like Seager or Correa that, you know. the time. Yeah, and I get that. I totally get that. Clearly, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about No, listen, podcast with you and not like running an MLB front office. Uh, You're one of a big reason. deal though too. Yeah, that is literally the only
0: reason. Literally yeah, oh, the only reason. Uh, year one of a big deal. So maybe it's just an adjustment period situation as well. While I've never been an, a bias guy myself, I'm with you. I can see myself getting in. Let's try to ballpark this. Correa went 112 last year. His season wasn't nearly this bad, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it was actually quite good, and he was the one 112 pick off the board because shortstop was so deep. So we got to go much further than that. Glaber, I mentioned how he shifted to some steals to cover his power outage. He went 152. I think his season last year was better than this bias campaign. Um, You look at O'Neill Cruz; he was everyone's favorite uh, rookie pickup. 223. Is that as low as bias goes
1: or does he get out of the top 200 or do people say, Hey, it's bias track record, blah, blah, blah. I think he could get out of the top 200. So I'm in this three sport draft. We are Mm -hmm. currently in, I know we're past round 50, but I can't, I don't have to, let's see, where are we at? Um, It is, we're in round 52. He has not gone. Wow. So, and for, for context, um, I think I have drafted twenty-three players. So, and this is a thirteen or fourteen-team league. So,
0: even if you just just do a rough fifty-two rounds divided by three, because it's a three-sport league, mm-hmm. it hasn't probably gone that way where each. But let's just do the rough. That's the eighteenth round, and yeah. Javi Baez is still there. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we are talking like mid two hundreds pick,
1: and that's can, where. Oh, we we there have been 288 baseball players taken. Okay, there you go. And he so is not gone. That's where um
0: Jeremy Pena, Isaiah Kiner Falefa, our boy Jorge Mateo, and our boy Hassim Kim. That's where they were going last year. Can Baez get that far in a in a pure baseball league too?
1: I have a hard time seeing it. Like I, 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 I do too. Do. Um, but I
0: do think so. Glaber, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on the Glaber one because again, he had a weird season and it dropped his price down to 150 i think that bias can definitely be there anything past that i think i have to get in if bias is going outside the top 150
1: yeah the thing is he's only going to be shortstop eligible that will that will be a cut because he had Mm -hmm. second coming into this year
0: Shortstop is so deep, it remains deep. And Jimenez Um, popped off this year. Pena, O'Neill Cruz. Now, has anybody fallen back that is really going to
1: fall out of this? Trevor, Trevor's story fell back because he'll fall back, but he's not going to drop out of the top like 10 shortstops. Like Baez
0: is the only one that's going to drop out of the top 10.
1: Uh, Oh, Josh, maybe drops out of the top 10. He wasn't top 10, he was 12th. Oh, that's right. Um, so you could drop out of the top 15. Could Bogarts drop out of the top 10? No, well, he was eighth, maybe, but yeah, Correa, we...
0: Correa and Seager will take their spots, like guys like that or whatever. So, I mean, let's do a
1: quick would you rather for next okay, year. Here we go. Give me some. Would you rather have Javier Baez or Trevor Story? I'm gonna go story. Okay. Would you rather have Javier Baez or Jorge Mateo? I, I knew, dude. I
0: wish I could have bet on that, dude. I would have got a jillion dollars. I knew you were going to say him next. I knew it. I'm going to take Baez because they're the same player to me in terms of hitting where they have these terrible OBPs. They they have these hot and colds because they get too streaky. Mateo on a hot right now doing his thing. I'm still going to lean Baez there because of his track record, but it's so much closer than i thought it would have been coming into this year and i liked mateo as did you we've always been mateo guys on Mm -hmm. the show so i'm gonna lean but i think they're close
1: what about
0: josh rojas Mm. sneaky solid season right and multi-positional eligible yeah does he have outfield as well or just infield stuff
1: uh on the rasball player rater he does but i'm gonna double check uh What he's got, um, what what, what he'll have, what he'll have coming up next year, year. yeah. So, next year, he will probably only be third base in some some formats, he'll have second, um, Yahoo off second, um, but it seems unlikely he's gonna get second for 20 game minimum. So, 7 17 for the homers and uh steals for Josh Rojas
0: that's pretty strong. And uh, it's 11 and seven homers and steals for Javi Baez. Batting average has him crushed 286 to 222. And he's played less time, has Josh Rojas. I got to be honest, man. I think I might take Rojas ahead of him. Alex Chamberlain, you're welcome.
1: Yeah. S- send me um, my $1. He, he,
0: he pays you a dollar every time you pick Josh Rojas in a would you rather.
1: I, I offered him a trade <laughs> for Rojas and he was all like, sorry, I can't do it. I was like, yeah, no. Nah. Right. Um, okay, last one.
0: Jeremy yeah. Pena. That's a good one, too. And I thought you would include him. I wasn't as dead set on as I was on the Mateo one. He's hit the wall like rookie wall. Welcome to the league, mm-hmm. big dog. Oh, so with the injuries. Yeah. Yes. And that's part of it too. 16 homers, seven steals, but a 246, 287, 418 line. I like Pena. I'm not out because of this, but I'm gonna lean by as there. Who um actually, man, I don't know. I don't know and that your, it will, and I mean, your little foof made me
1: reconsider instantly. Yeah, I don't influenced. think I would. Um, yeah, honestly, I, think, I don't. I, think I don't think. I, I think I'm taking all these guys over by us. I, I, I'm not against it. Yeah, I just I'm Mateo. Mateo is leading the majors in stolen bases. Like, I know, I, just, I know, but I you can't. know, you know, with that OBP and that strikeout rate, that it could
0: really crater. Absolutely, but he's your boy. He's your boy. So I get it. Like yeah. we we've been promoting him. I since mean, both I, I days.
1: yeah, I can't since new york well yes yeah, yeah
0: prospect days when new york goes yeah. out too um, but uh, oakland's when i really latched on so i'm, I'm gonna be true to my um, word there oakland is when i became a mateo man
1: yeah i've been a mateo guy from the from, from jump street uh i which is crazy i didn't get him in many leagues this year um but he was free yeah you idiot yeah i know, I know. why didn't you I get him i should have i just didn't see that i didn't i didn't see the path playing time honestly so, i just Wait, but I should I should have I sh- I absolutely yeah should've. you absolutely should. What it was what is honestly it? one of our listeners clued me in late on draft season. He goes, "Why aren't we talking about Jorge Mateo again?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right." True. and I can't and I I can't remember who it was uh, to give you a shout out. Um, I wish I but he, he was like, "We should be talking about Jorge Mateo." I was like, "You're right." And so my last few DCs I did grab him, um, and then I picked him up off the waiver wire. You know when he started, you know, playing regularly, the uh, so I've got really likes. The comp I really liked was uh,
0: just seeing him as as the VR when VR went out to Baltimore. But
1: well, he should have been this year, Cedric Mullins. Like he should have been on that those that type of. I didn't do that article. So probably.
0: that's what I was going to say. And and a you should have done that. I I know you. I, I I will I've do it. I will do it in the times. future. Yeah. Again, Vlad has his this year's Yeah, like, You should have this year's like it's a great conceit too. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think you'd be overdoing it to do that. But anyway, what is it with your Baltimore breakouts that you hype them but you don't draft them? Because you didn't get enough Mullins last year, right? You didn't have him on either main, and he was your dude.
1: Yeah. Well, what so happened? What is... I think with with Mullins, what it was was people knew he was my dude. So they people went, people like, because I got him. I mean, he was my most rostered player last. Yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. No, you still had um, a ton of leagues, but you didn't have him on your but, on your on your big dollars. Uh, uh, yeah. On my main, like everybody went. Okay, if I want, if I believe what Justin is saying, then I've got to go inside the top two hundred in the main, and that and they did, and I was like. Well, this is bullshit. He's supposed to be mine. I peed on him. He's I claimed him. On- I, pe- <laughs> <laughs> I put in a claim
0: via I, urine. I, I, I licked the Mullins. He's supposed to be it's mine. mine. Yeah, you do- yeah. Come on. I- you don't want to pick that up after I licked him. Come on. Yeah. Give no. Me- no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I will say that uh, the guy that we said to cut ended up being a really stupid idea. But uh, on April 22nd, when we were doing some shallowly cuts... Which the caveat on that episode was, hey, you might come back to these guys down the road. Yep. It's very early to cut them, but we suggested maybe cutting Dan- Dansby Swanson for Jorge Mateo and Jeremy Pena. So, like, if you got Pena and Mateo, not bad. But we did suggest cutting Dansby Swanson on April twenty second. I'm just hey, that's that's the problem with early season cuts and early season yeah. content. Like, yeah,
1: that's brutal.
0: And that's why I throw out so many caveats, though. He was hitting one fifty seven, two
1: thirty two, two thirty five. He was brutal. Like, to start it here. was
0: unbelievably brutal, but it's not a big enough sample. But He's going to be a top cuts. ten guy.
1: He'll be a top ten guy. He's taking a they, top ten spot for sure. You know, Tim Anderson maybe drops out of top ten. Yep. Um, yep. 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 You know, so, all right, last two guys here,
0: both with a seventy two point dip in ISO. Different, different profiles to be sure. I think one is definitely a squish ball. Uh, he never had the overpowering power to get there. That's Max Kepler. So I think he's just being affected by it. But one of the guys that you, I could have told you there was a squish ball, you say, hey, JD Martinez has power to succeed in any environment. And then turns out that would have been incorrect because he's lost something this year. Is it just age getting him? He's 35 now. This is his age 34 season. We've seen another precipitous drop in homer to fly ball rate from 16% last year, halved down to 8% this year. It's a 158 ISO for JD. Is he just a squish ball candidate as well? As I'm looking it over, I I can only think that of JD, that it's squish ball.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his spray chart real quick, but it, that, he, that's what it feels like. He does right have now. a
0: six point drop in hard hit rate, but the barrel rate is dead even. I mean, it's literally point two difference, twelve point four to twelve point six. We would we would round it and say twelve versus thirteen, but it's not that big of a difference. Um, I mean, there's small dips on his exit velo and his max exit velo, but not enough to account for this power outage. It has me leaning squish ball on JD as well.
1: Yeah, I. If you but it shouldn't like he shouldn't be that guy, oh my god, yeah, okay. Spray chart, go look at the spray chart over on Savant, all right, and see how many home runs uh should be home runs, how many uh, hits should be home runs, but they're yeah, up? yeah, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, Are you serious, twelve, <laughs> thirteen. I'm counting, I'm counting upwards of 13 oh, i see all of those yep oh my god like yeah okay yeah squish ball squish like, ball um, all day so we uh, question. Back. go ahead question is where he ends up next year exactly um, he's not going to be in boston at least i don't think he's going to be in boston um he will yeah. however be outfield eligible
0: for a second straight year
1: which is nice um you know JD I, Martinez, we're talking about by the way. I so. definitely want to see what park he goes to, and I want to see where he falls in terms of his ADP. If he's outside the top 150, I'll take Gamble for sure. I, I would too. Yeah, yeah. And JD Martinez outside the top 150, I'll tell you where he went this
0: year. JD was a 97 pick. He could easily drop 50 picks. He might drop yeah. a little bit more
1: than that. I don't yeah. think he'll
0: no 200s, I don't think. Um, no. I think it'll be more in it that one. It depends on where range. he ends up. Like That's wasn't true. There a
1: lot of wasn't there a lot of talk that he could end up in Miami? Um, I think is he from that area? I want to say um, I, he's I, a Florida guy. Yeah, he went to Nova Southeastern University in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, water so I, I think there was some he talk he could end Miami, up born there. Yeah, so I think there was some talk he could end up in Miami. Like that would not be a great park for him. True, um, and or a great team context.
0: The, they're on the come up though. If they can, if they got him and, and, and traded a pitcher for another big offensive piece. I'd start to have a little confidence and I'm I'm a little biased toward the Marlins. I'm playing my uh, out of the park 23 Marlins rebuild and it's been amazing. So I know every Marlin and now when they have like random middle relievers come up, uh, I remember them from my SIM and I'm like, yo, Andrew Nardi is a stud. But then I look at him in real life. I'm like, "Eh, he's fine. He's just kind of a run of the mill reliever. But if JD went there and like I said, they traded a starter for another hitter, they get jazz back. um, You know, I am a big JJ Bleday fan. They got a few other pieces there. I don't know. It's not gonna be a great offense, but if they can improve the offense a little bit, I wouldn't hate that. JD has a 150 type pick. That's where um for outfielders this year who went in the main event 150 ish was uh Seya Suzuki, Chris Taylor, and then we get back into that group I mentioned earlier with Kalnick, Winker, Ozuna. So JD around there, Mount Castle was pick one forty nine. You think he can fall down that far? Or I think not he that could. Far. that's a fifty pick drop. I think that's I think he
1: could for sure. Um, pretty fair. People are going to look at ageism. People are going to be like, oh, be 35. Um, you know, uh, especially he's going to move off more than likely. Whatever team he moves to has a worse offensive contact with the team around him. I think Martinez ends up being a discount next year. I think one I'm willing to take. Yep. Yep. I'm in on JD. Uh, and Max Kepler, again he's always just been confounding
0: because for years also he's had those low BABIPs that you're like, if he could just spike a good BABIP, but then you look at his profile and like he doesn't get good BABIPs because he's a fly ball machine. Well, if I had told you this year, hey, he's going to drop his fly ball rate. He's going to have a 46% ground ball rate. Surely that will send the babbip up. It's 246. It's right in line with what he always does. So it's not just a fly ball ground ball thing with him. I don't know what it is. I love the plate skills. He doesn't strike out too much. Kepler doesn't, and he's a 10%, 11% walk rate guy. He has nine homers, though, Justin. What is it with with Kepler? Why isn't he better than these these core skills suggest he could?
1: Six of those home runs came in the first two months of the season. He has not hit My a home God. run in the second half. Um Jesus. I think he's been dealing with injuries. I was about since, to say man. he's
0: also had injuries pretty consistently.
1: Through May 29th, which was right he got hit. He had his first injury of the season. Didn't keep him out for very long. Um, but uh he had he had a, he hurt himself running the first base on May 29th. Hurt a quad, so, right? Yeah, so prior to that, he was hitting two forty seven, three fifty-three, four twenty five, six home runs, two stolen bases. So fine, like right Loving kind that. of like right. Um You know, 16% strikeout rate, 12% walk rate. uh, And then everything fell off the map from there on up. Like, and so you got to wonder how much of it's injury, uh, you know, to his, you know, benefit. He's still a fantastic defender. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's going to, he will be free next year right so he, he's gonna be one of his guys that will be free well, that's gonna kill you dude
0: <laughs> you are getting murdered by the roto guy but he will let's, he, he absolutely let's contextualize will it real quick he was 291 this year so yeah he's gonna drop yeah, he's from already Goss, he's Kett already good he's already he was already so, close to free um, again what we mean by free obviously is just a late pick that can't really hurt you it is a bad terminology because again it gets pushed up too high i hear people getting taken pick 160 being called free but a 300 type pick I understand the. Notion I, I totally,
1: I tot, thing. I totally get it because anytime I read a sleeper article and I start seeing, oh, this guy's a sleeper, he's going just inside the top 100. It's like that's mm-hmm. not a sleeper. In- that, one. yeah, oh, that's a breakout to- pick. And, yeah, and
0: there are differences, and I know it's like a semantic game, but like sleeper for me, y- your number, your ADP has to start with the 250 at at the yeah. at the highest. For mm-hmm. me to for to be a sleeper for me. For 15 team leagues, too. We also play deeper leagues, so keep that in mind. But I don't think there's any league context outside of like no a six team or eight team, which top I'm not dragging though. Top
1: 150, even in a 10 team league, is the 15th round. Like exactly. anybody going in the top 15 rounds is not a sleeper. Like that could be a so potential I'm impact player. So yeah. um so you will buy Kepp Dog on that. Discount, I've always been though, a right? Kepler guy. Like I just like I I just think he's too He's got so much talent underneath. He just hasn't put it together. I think he's one of these guys who's gonna have a late career breakout. If you remember, he, you know, like Lorenzo Kane, he was a guy that um, you know, started playing baseball late because he's from Germany, he didn't you know, play coming up, you know, growing up,
0: didn't really pick it, it up
1: till the I end completely. of high school. Like, I like it. I, I think he's one of these guys that I'm I will continue to be. Charlie Brown trying to kick the Max Kepler football mm-hmm. until he retires. Um, I mean, hey, we were rewarded in 2019. We got 36
0: homers, 90 ribs, in a 252. So yeah. it's not like he's never given us some fruit. Mm-hmm. And because Max Kepler is always well-priced, even these seasons, like last year, the double-double, 19 homers, 10 steals. The 211 average was bad, but 19 and 10 was fine. You know, the 20 homers in 2018, 19 and 2017. Like, he's always delivered something, but I'm with you. I'm waiting for that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do think there is a, a massive year at some point. Um, no joke, like he's hitting 143 in the second half or somewhere around that. Um, I don't I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but I almost picked him up. W- okay, 138 with zero home runs, right? I got him in our
0: main, by the way.
1: He I, he was on the waiver wire in, a, in our main, and I went, Yeah, I, I, I'm the I, one who did that. I, I almost picked him up this week. I instead got Akil Badu. Um, who's been uh, hot as of late, spent only $2. Can you imagine that? That's how much I bid. Oh, is it? Oh, I yeah. tied with someone. That's true.
0: That yeah, was, was you? Oh, oh. But then you got him because your team sucks, and I, I'm in second. That's right. That's fair, though. That's fair. Give you a little token courtesy there. Hey, I got to defend myself because you, you smoked me, dude. I'm like tied with him for Badu, and it had to be Justin. Of all, people. I, did, I
1: didn't even know who you were referencing because I hadn't seen, um, I hadn't seen yet. Like, yeah, the, I just did. sent you a, you mm-hmm. son of a bitch. And I was all like, "What's he talking about?" And then I saw the, that I tied with someone on Badu, and I was like, "Badu." You, you, you knew, you knew.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, two dollars. We both tied there. Kepler ended up going for 15 with a nine backup. I totally get buying back in. I had to move on though. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm chasing more steals than, than anything else offensively. And he just, and my batting average too. So I needed to get mm-hmm. rid of him, but I will buy back next year. So those are some guys, Nick Cassianos, Joey Votto, Nelson Cruz, Jesse Winker, Sed Mullins, Lourdes Gurriel, Jr. Javi Baez, JD Martinez, and Max Kepler. Uh, we're buying back on a lot of those profiles, depending on where their prices go. Of course, September could change things. And maybe we'll revisit some of these guys in the off season to say, Hey, they had a huge September or they had an even worse September. Are we changing things? But great discussion there. Justin, good talking with you. We'll be back on – oh, actually, we will not be back on Friday. I am going Ooh. out of town so that oh. we can discuss recording on the Thursday. If not, then you pick up on the weekend, and we'll, we'll meet next week. So we will discuss yeah. that and then post on Twitter what, what our plans are. Okay. If you can't do Thursday, that's totally fine. Yeah, I, can I, do a, I, can. I did a solo up yesterday. I got uh, – I'm doing – actually, I'm doing a Thursday uh, guest episode with Sarah Langs. Oh, nice. so that So that could operate as the Friday yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, that'll probably have to because,
0: unfortunately, okay. my Thursday kind of booked. That's no problem at so. all. And then we will be – are you going to go Sunday? Do you know yet with yeah, Jason?
1: Yeah, yeah, we should be going okay, Sunday. Okay, good. So we'll have – Oh, actually, episodes. no, we, we are not going Sunday. It's my eldest's birthday, and Jason's okay. out of town. So well, we will still we will have, have
0: two episodes today. left this week because I will mm-hmm. do a solo either Wednesday or record one Thursday to release Friday. So we'll have the Sarah Langs episode and a solo and then we're good. So you guys will still get two more episodes this week. Uh, Drake, Justin, great talking with you. Talk to you later.
1: Take it easy.